As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Redcross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to our next interview. I'm excited to sitting down with Gabriel Chenier, and today we're going to be talking about how Gabriel has not only become a leader in our vegan movement, but also a leader around fitness, around helping people when it comes to that mindset shift or change that often has to happen when we start to take our fitness and our health seriously. And I think for some of us, especially in the environment we've all been in these last year, year and a half, has been challenging, has been difficult, has been a little bit of a you know, pressure point for many of us. I think this interview is going to be like perfect for everyone because it's going to be a good opportunity for all of us to maybe relook at, you know, how do we build our mindset and set kind of goals for ourselves and move forward, but also talking about the value of fitness, the value of it as vegan professionals, as many of us that sit at our desk all day, at many of us that are working, working, working all day, hunched over, looking at our phones, you know, all those bad things that we do. And the idea is this is an opportunity for us to hear from an expert today on things that we can do to make sure we're better, not only taking care of ourselves, which allows us to not only take better care of our family, take better care of our community and also do more in the movement. So I think today's topic is just perfect, not only for inspiration, but also some ideas on how all of us can do better. So Gabriel, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Stephanie. And thank you for having me on here. This is great. Yeah, definitely. I love your work. Um, your last your last uh, podcast with uh, the bakery was amazing. I was like, oh, my goodness, I need to get some bread. <laughs> Absolutely. Made me hungry. <laughs> I know today after our interview, I'm sure I'm going to want to like drop down and do some push-ups. So <laughs> I'm getting then ready. Get bread. <laughs> Absolutely. (laughs) So let's give everyone a little bit of your backstory. Let's tell everyone kind of how you decided to really get into this business, how you, how you, what, where were you, what state of mind you were in and how did you decide that this was the right thing? This is your contribution to, to the movement. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And great question. You know, the thing is, um, you know, I've been in fitness for, She's over 20 plus years. And I grew up as an athlete, grew up playing soccer, grew up playing um, it was like baseball, like all the American sports, you could say. Um, so I really went deep into soccer. And, you know, when I when I transitioned to veganism a few years back, um, I realized that with my passion for fitness, there was still this missing link to the areas of nutrition, the areas of, of uh, mindset, uh, or as I like to think of as, as a mind. And I felt like this was something that you know, just seeing the impact, not only on my own health, but like on, on the planet, on the animals. And I think it's something that because I come from more of like the spiritual perspective, like seeing from my own meditation practice and recognizing like, you know, it's so much more than what we're doing for our body. It's so much more than we're doing with like our workouts. It's actually the impact that we're having on everything around us. And 
I know I went on a little bit of a tangent there, but my point is, you know, I, because I had such a passion for fitness, I felt very disconnected to this other areas of like, for example, food and nutrition. And I began to recognize that what I was putting into my body, what I was fueling my my workouts with was actually not actually aligned with some of my deeper values, if that makes sense. And I think it, it was very moving for me realizing that, um, you know, in order for us to to create this positive impact that we want to as entrepreneurs, as leaders, as business owners, uh, we do need energy. We do need to have the confidence. You know, it, it's one thing to think like, oh, my goodness, you know, I I can do this. And it's, it's another thing to actually actualize this, actually apply this, whether it's in a project, uh, a workout, uh, whatever the endeavor is. And I think it's something for me that I began to realize this synergy, not only between movement, but between food, uh, not only with food, but with how I was treating others, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. That makes sense. Because couple of things I always say, you know, the way you treat yourself is sometimes an extension of how you treat others. Even though you think there's a huge difference, it's okay to, you know, not take care of yourself. You really have to not only take care of yourself so it just reflects in everything you do, but the stronger we are, the more resilient we are, the more we give ourselves time, I think, mm-hmm. to rest and reset, the more we can do out there in the world. Um, and I also think we can become really strong kind of role models for other people to help them understand that it's not about kind of like destroying yourself for the cause. Mm-hmm. It's about being as strong as you can for the cause so that you can be there for all those opportunities and all those um, conversations and so forth. So I'm really, really excited um, that you, you know, spend a lot of time helping people make those connections. I'm really glad that you made that connection because obviously it created the business that you created. So walk us through the business. When did you start the business officially? And then I'm going to ask you, cause you know, the name of this podcast slash live series is pivot. Then I'm going to ask, you know, what was your pivot moment? Did you pivot in the beginning? Did you pivot maybe like many of us have over the last year or so? What has that experience been like for you? Brilliant. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try to answer this in kind of like one answer because they're both like combined. So I've been in the, the fitness industry for the past five years, uh, specifically personal training and coaching. And mm-hmm. last year, so it was last uh, January, so about a year, a little over a year and a half ago, um, my now wife, my wife and I, we had come back from the UK and moved to New York and we got married in February and two weeks. Yeah. Amazing. And two <laughs> weeks later we went for our honeymoon. So that was the beginning of March, right? As we all know, things closed down the middle of March. <laughs> yes. Right. So we, I came back to States, right? Obviously I'd restarted my personal training business. Business is going great. And, you know, obviously we just got married. So amazing. Things are going great. And then everything closed down. All the gyms closed down. I'm living in New York at the time. So everything closed down. All the clients, they go back home. And it's like, uh, so now what? <laughs> so to answer your second question. So I have been uh, in the industry and coaching for, for quite a few years. But the pivot was last year when mm-hmm. everything shut down. So the question was, do we continue to help people uh, in their fitness or do we pivot. Like what's the transition here for us? And it was that realization where my wife and I uh, realized we needed to actually combine our skills, combine our skills, my my skills with strength training and with leadership development and hers with nutrition and energy management. So we basically combined those last June and created our online coaching company. 
So the pivot was actually moving from the fitness industry, going into more of an online coaching company. Because the truth is, uh, Stephanie, you know, we can talk all, all day. We can talk all day about fitness, mm-hmm. but it matters nothing if we don't actually address the most important thing about a human being, which is your okay. mind. Okay. And your mind actually dictates what you do. We actually, uh, we actually direct ourselves using our mind. And I realized this is one of the biggest things that's missing in the fitness industry is actually this mindset. This actually the coaching on your mind, coaching on how to direct yourself, on how to uh, not rely on someone externally, but actually develop the intrinsic motivation to move yourself powerfully forward, not only in your fitness, but in your leadership, not only in your nutrition, but in your energy management. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that energy management. So, you know, I'm going to ask if if you can give us some recommendations and someone's listening right now and they're like, yes, mindset's my my challenge. I I struggle. And I can even admit that myself. I've been working out. I've been doing more. But honestly, I get up in the morning and I have to go to this like mental gymnastics of like, come on, get out of bed. It's not that bad. Put Mm. down the phone. Like I just go through this really odd scenario. But once I go and do my walk, once I spin, you know, once I do the stretching, I feel great afterwards but I do get tripped up in the morning. So I'm curious, do you have any recommendations for anyone out there that maybe does get tripped up or finds, you know, keeps bumping into those barriers and how they can at least make that first step um, Mm. for their mind and then eventually maybe reach out to you so that you can help them get the um, rest of the way? Brilliant. Yeah, no, great question. So very simple exercise, and we can do this right now uh, if you're open to doing this together. Uh, It's basically great, great. It's basically what I do with each new person that I speak with to actually qualify and see if they're actually somebody who's actually deeply connected to their motivation. Does that make sense? Sure. Cool. Cool. Awesome. So (laughs) (laughs) cool. So I'm going to do something called the five whys right now. Okay. Okay. So Mm -hmm. Stephanie, so what, what, what's your goal? What's your goal in your fitness, your health and your mind? My biggest goal is I want to have, I want to, I want to have the energy at the end of the day to do the things I want to do. I want to feel good. Like I, I really want to not feel like I'm wearing myself down in the day that mm-hmm. I have the ability to replenish myself um, constantly. And then to a point, be able to make sure I never get to that empty feeling. This mm-hmm. is one of my goals. Brilliant, brilliant. And why is that important for you? Because there is so much that I want to do and I think I can do that I know what it's like to be a workaholic. I've done that before. I know what it's like to run myself down that I've found if I can keep my energy levels up and if I can keep myself motivated, um, not only can I do more in the movement, I can do more in my business and then I'll have enough time to take care of my family. You know, everyone's not being, there's not a tug of war between things. I end mm. up having enough time um, for everyone. Brilliant, brilliant. I love that. I love that. And and how come that's so important for you to to not only have the energy to to manage your business and grow as a leader, but also to spend time with your family and, and improve yourself? Like how come that's important? I guess to me that's why I went into business for myself. Um, I love the idea of being able to do marketing and all that good stuff. I Mm -hmm. wanted to be able to bring my veganism together. But the idea is that I wanted to also have a little bit of control of my destiny, on my future, Mm -hmm. on where, you know, where my life, I can chart my own life. And I have this kind of mantra or way I see the world where I really feel like I can, I can, I can enhance and maybe even, you know, push my future 
towards a certain direction, but I know I need the energy to be able to do that. Brilliant, brilliant. So if I'm understanding you correctly, it sounds like not only do you want the energy, but you also want to be a positive example. You want to feel congruent. Uh, Probably you even want to feel confident throughout your day. Is that right? Absolutely. Brilliant, brilliant. So um, kind of like a short synopsis, what we're doing here is we're peeling back the layers like onions, right? Going deeper into your motivational uh, systems inside of you. Because as human beings, we're driven by emotions and we justify by logic, right? <laughs> that's why you, that's why, that's why mm-hmm. the 20 year old guy will buy a, a $30,000 car, right? It's yes. an emotional decision. Oh my God, I want the new Ferrari, right? And they will justify it logically, right? Yes. That's mm-hmm. why, like, for example, female may buy an amazing, beautiful red dress, even if it costs $5,000, right? <laughs> because it's an emotional decision. And that's the same reason how and why we can actually commit to our fitness goals permanently, like literally the same exact way, because there's five levels of motivation and most human beings are on the first two levels. So if if you're open to me sharing real quick, the first, cool. Uh, I always go into teaching mode so quick. (laughs) I just want to say hi to Cody. That's the only thing. Cody stopped by to say hello to us. And I just want to say, hey, Cody, good to see you. (laughs) Hey, Cody. All right, go ahead. Dive in. Cool. So level one of motivation, okay, mm-hmm. is extrinsic motivation, aka okay. headphones in your in your ears, right? Mm-hmm. Personal yeah. trainer next to you, workout buddy, like, oh my God, I need a pre-workout, all that stuff. External, thinking yeah. all the external things on your life. Does that make okay. sense? Absolutely. Cool, cool. So that's external, extrinsic motivation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't very doesn't last very long. Uh, it's kind of like that short boost. It's like that yeah. January 1st, like, all right, baby, r- running shoes on. We're going to the gym seven days a week, two hours a day. <laughs> Fizzles out usually by middle February. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know how it works. <laughs> cool. Level two motivation is intrinsic. Okay. okay. So intrinsic. Now, this is something that internally, like, oh, I want to feel good. Or I want to feel better or A, B, and C. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. Cool. Level three motivation. Now you're being pulled forward. Now you have some sort of um, uh, inner reason, right? Like a purpose, a, mo- um, uh, a motivation, like a deeper goal. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yes. Cool. cool. So we're like, like we spoke about with you, we're peeling back the layers, right? We're getting mm-hmm. closer and closer. Not it's getting better, but it's not yeah. strong enough yet. Okay. Level four. Now this is fulfillment. No longer are you doing this just for yourself, right? The first three layers is where most human beings are. It's something about themselves. Now, level four, this is something like, oh my goodness, like this gives me meaning. This gives me purpose. No longer is fitness, I'm just doing this because I want to feel good. I'm doing this because this is part of who I am, right? And this is good. This is powerful, right? Because this leads to long-term changes. This leads to sustainability, right? Which is Mm -hmm. very important in business, but also in fitness, right? Mm -hmm. It's very easy uh, to apply tactics, right, in your fitness, right? And we know in business, this isn't going to work, right? You can do a, a lead gen tactic and it's, it's going to fizzle out after a couple of months. But people do the same thing in their fitness for years, right? Yes. And it's kind mm-hmm. of seeing that correlation. Wait, if I want something to be sustainable, consistent, and predictable, then maybe I need to actually go a little bit deeper within myself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Level, level five, and this is... Okay. This is the most moving. This is the most powerful one. And this is compassion and love. You do this no longer for yourself. I don't take care of myself no longer even for me. Mm -hmm. I do it out of compassion and love 
because I realize if I want to be a benefit, if I want to be of service to other human beings, I need to actually take care of myself at a high level. Right. Yeah. And this is where we see people like, for example, Mother Teresa. We see mm-hmm. uh, some of the best leaders in the world. They're doing it for the benefit of other beings. Right. They realize that taking care of their fitness, their health, their life, their leadership, their abilities as a human being isn't about them. Our life isn't about us. It's about every person that we touch. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's the hardest part. I think sometimes we don't do the work to go deep enough into those levels. Like we don't do the work to ask ourselves those questions. And sometimes I think it's it's hard because we don't realize that more I could take care of myself, the more I could take care of my clients. And it sounds weird because it sounds like I'm trying to put me first, but it's not about that. At least that's not what I've re- realized mm-hmm. is that I have the patience to listen to people because I feel better. You know, exactly. I have, things are not, you know, things are just rolling off of me because I'm like, you know, I had a good night's sleep. Like even some basic things like that um, can really help me be present and show up. Um, and I found that that's even another kind of even echo of, I feel like maybe you're interviewing me. I, I think I got switch roles here, but <laughs> or, or you have me on the couch or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like you got deep in my, in my psyche here. This is just my personality. <laughs> like, all Bravo. right, listen, but, we need a chat after this. <laughs> absolutely. Well, let's stop. But, um, but I, I just really feel like there's so much more you can do for everyone that matters in your life and even for the world when we show up, when we take care of ourselves and we really take care of some of the basics. And I think fitness should be in our basics. Like fitness is like, you know, eating breakfast, eating lunch, eating dinner, you know, the things that we see (laughs) that we feel like we have to do really fitness should be in that same, same realm. Right. Right. And I, you know, I think it's so profound what you mentioned, you know, uh, as you pour in to yourself, you're able to give to others, right? As you pour into your own cup, right? You can now give to others. You have something now to give to others, yes. right? Reminds me of one of the basic laws in physics, law of thermodynamics. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred, right? Yes. In the biggest um, kind of like twist, right? We think like, oh my God, I got to go work out and lift weights and now I got a meal prep. And then if I want to meditate and all this stuff and all the personal growth habits, we know that actually help us become better leaders, better human beings, become the best version of ourselves. But in this ironic twist, as you actually go and do the workout, you actually gain more energy. You think, oh, my God, that's going to cost me energy. No, that's actually going to give you 10 times more if we're reflecting on some of these principles. Yes. And the reward of doing it, like the feeling of I set my mind to doing it and I actually do it like that. That accomplishment feeling is such an amazing thing I find in everything I do that it's so great when we can reconnect to it. I just want to say hello to a couple of people that showed oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amira showed up. Hey, Amira's great. So I'm glad you're joining us from Arizona. And, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry if I don't pronounce this pr- correctly, but Halias, is that the correct way? Um, either way, I just want to say welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us today live. Um, but, yeah, I really feel like it's so it's so interesting when you start to connect to that accomplishment feeling, to that that place of um, setting a goal and then actually meeting it. 
Yes, yes. And just one final thing on that I would challenge, especially as vegans, because because we're seen, we're held at a higher standard, whether it's internally or externally, right? It's this feeling of congruence, that which you just said, you know, feeling like I'm actually accomplishing. I'm being congruent with what I'm thinking, but also what I'm doing. And I think it can be a challenge. You know, we are, we're held at a higher standard, whether we want it or not, right? We are held at a higher standard. People look up to us for inspiration. They're like, oh my God, like, how do you only eat plants? Like, how is that possible to be lean, strong, confident, uh, to have energy, right? I thought you just like pass out if you only eat plants. <laughs> it's kind of like breaking that stereotype and also being an inspiration, being a positive example, but also helping empower others. And it's kind of hard, like if we aren't filling our own cup to do that for others, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as my audience is digesting this, as my audience is saying, okay, yeah, I got to do better, or there's an opportunity for me to, you know, get back to the fitness that I said I was going to do earlier in this year. What do you feel is the best step forward, especially for anyone who is maybe a vegan professional? Because for many of us, we already feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders. The weight of our business is on our shoulders. The concern of you know saving animals, a lot of those things can kind of weigh us down in the process that mm-hmm. that first step forward is sometimes the hardest. Do you have any recommendations for anyone out there that's trying to either get back or be more consistent? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I think this is something that, you know, personally, I struggle with a lot, you know, even though I've been immersed in fitness and as an athlete and, and I love all these aspects. It's something that I still felt like, you know, until the past few years, I didn't have a solid system. I didn't have my standards in place because I always felt like I was always trying to optimize, right? We live in a world where shiny object syndrome lives abundant, right? We have, we're in the information age, right? They have strategies for, um, for everything, for every diet, for every workout, for all these different techniques and strategies. And, you know, the thing that I, I was reflecting on was one of the biggest reasons why I wasn't seeing the results of my own fitness, right? With, regardless of all my experience was because I didn't have my standards in place because I was focused more on perfect action because I'm naturally a perfectionist. I want to have all my T's crossed, everything nice and organized instead of imperfect action. Right. So what I'm saying here, and James Clear talks about this in his book, uh, Atomic Habits, where he talks about having your standards before you optimize. Right. Actually having your baseline in place before you start like, oh, my God, let me do A, B and C. Let me start improving all my meal prep or adding in all these hit workouts or A, B and C, all that stuff. If we don't have our minimum standards in place. So basically what that would look like. And it's, it's actually something that we teach in one of our level one programs is having your three, five, oh, there we go, five. One. And basically that means is having minimum three strength sessions every week, five precise nutrition tracking days, and at least one group coaching call. And basically what that allows you to do is to set your standard. Now, every week, it's not about like, I need to go to the gym seven days a week. No. Did you get minimum three workouts? Did you track your nutrition five times? And did you show up and be accountable and coachable? And that allows us then to optimize and raise the standard. Because like Tony Robbins says, you rise to your standards, right? You you don't just like, oh my goodness, like, oh, I'm going to do all these amazing things. No, you need to have the systems in place before we can start to optimize, if that makes sense. 
Absolutely. I'm such a systems person. I talk about it so much in the business side of things that I absolutely know what you mean of having a system and also a system that's manageable. And I love what you were saying about, okay, three days a week. Did you do that? And then I also love what you said that did you show up and were you open to coaching? Mm -hmm. You know, are you there for that accountability? Because I do think for us to all grow, we have to show up for those moments for growth, for those moments to either someone else help maybe fill us up, someone help us through a roadblock, and sometimes for that community moment or that accountability moment so that, you know, you don't feel like you're alone. Because sometimes when you you feel not so much alone, but maybe disconnected. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That, yeah, that when you, when you feel that kind of distance between you and others um, or your community or even, you know, your vision or goal or dream, I think sometimes that's how we get a little bit, um, we lose our process and systems or sometimes abandon them. So I really, really love um, the way you're doing it. And I love that you have a program around it. Um, you know, it's not just put on some good music and, and get going. <laughs> <laughs> As we spoke about that, it usually fades away in a couple months. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So as we're wrapping up today's interview, I want to make sure that everyone gets a chance that's maybe ready to make that step forward. Maybe they need help with fitness, or maybe they're just curious about what you're doing. How can they get in touch with you? Website, social media, email, what's the, what's the best? Or if it's all of the above, please provide um, the links or, or, the inf- or the handles. Cool, cool. So you can reach me quickest at uh, Facebook. So that would be my first name, Gabriel Chenier. Uh, no tilde on the on the end, <laughs> just the way it's, it's written here. Uh, or Instagram at Gabriel Chenier underscore. Uh, and our website is veganfitnessredefined.com. Um, we are we are accepting enrollments for this month. So we have about seven new spots. Uh, honestly, that's the exact amount we have because that's before we get booked out. So, um, yeah, there's something that, you know, this is something if you're ready, if you feel serious about not only growing your, your fitness and your health, but yourself as a leader. Um, because at the end of the day, we can talk about workouts and nutrition all day, but if it's not actually growing you as a leader, as a human being, um, you know, then what's, what's the point? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I feel like a lot of the skills are transferable, you know, being able to make decisions, you know, being able to make a decision without all the information in front of you, you know, being Mm -hmm. able to commit, um, you know, accountability, all those things are really leadership skills. And once you, once you tap into them one place, they can really get applied across the board. So I love that you're bringing in leadership into um, you know the work that you do. So as we wrap up today's session, I know it probably feels so short, but it's been such a great experience, not only chit-chatting with you, also pouring out a little bit of my heart and my mind out there into <laughs> the world. Someone always already commented. They're like, oh, it's nice to hear about your motivations. <laughs> so, Stephanie was good. like, I was not expecting this today. <laughs> I was not ready. But but it was great. It was great to do it on, on the fly. Um, maybe give people some insight into your motivations, especially as you look forward, as you even think about your business. Because for many people who follow us and listen to us, you know, we all hit those roadblock moments. We all hit those pivot moments in our business, sometimes because of a lot going on externally, sometimes just because it's the nature of running a business and just the nature of life. Do you have any motivating words, any recommendations or anything that you use to help you move forward when you hit a roadblock that might maybe help some of our audience out here? 
Yes, yes. And and thank you. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you as well. Um, you know, something with me that, you know, there's a lot of techniques, but I, I think I'll just choose one that's, that's been very helpful for me every day in terms of, yeah, just staying connected to my motivation. And I think it's reviewing my my life vision every day. It's actually something that I've gone through. It's another personal development program called uh, Lifebook. And basically in that program, I've outlined the exact uh, beliefs or premises, the vision, uh, the purpose or the motivation and the strategies for my health and fitness. And one of my biggest um, motivations or, or um, purposes for my health and fitness is to empower, inspire and motivate as many uh, vegans as possible to become positive examples, to become heroes, as I like to think of it, um, in order so that way they can help help their families, their businesses, and their communities to grow to the highest level possible. And the reason why it moves me, and I think it really touches my heart, is because, you know, I was a guy that actually uh, secretly struggled with his self-esteem for so many years. You know, I talk all about fitness and athleticism, but since I was five, you know, until very recently, I was struggling with with my self-esteem, mm. but secretly, you know, it's very easy when you yeah. project, like, you know, you're this confident, this happy, this very cheerful person, but deep down inside, you just you just feel like you're not happy with yourself. You don't feel truly confident and comfortable in your mind and body. And I was that guy. I was exactly that person. And I think for me, it's very moving because I feel like one of the biggest things that um, my my purpose for being on this planet is actually to help others remember this, to remember that mm. actually as we come into this planet, we actually are born confident. We are born perfect, complete, and whole. And it's only because of the conditioning that we receive as as kids, right? Let's be honest. As we receive from from the past generations, that we start to lose connection with this. So one of my biggest um, one of my biggest motivations is just to connect to this and then to share this in any opportunity I can with others. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, I I love that you said about being heroes. Um, I think sometimes we forget that there's opportunities. For us to to be heroes and be heroes in our actions, not just in our yeah. words. Um, and also, I love what you're saying about that confidence, that courage. You know, a lot of those things. It is very easy, um, even in our society, for those things to be yeah. torn down. It's very easy, um, especially with many of us on social media these days. Social media often. Um, is it can be used sometimes for good and sometimes not for good. <laughs> and it can crack, you know, the shell for some of us. It can make it very difficult for us to do the things that we want to do and how we want to, you know, help and save the planet. So I'm really glad that you addressed that because I think for a lot of people, they know that maybe they're missing a piece or there's a piece that they really have to work on or like you said, reconnect to. Mm. Maybe they had when they were younger. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they had in the past and something happened. There was a misstep. Um, and I think it's encouraging to even hear from you for all of us out there that we can reconnect to those things. We can get those things back um, and we can all move forward and do the good work that we want to do by doing it. So I think that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Cody, for saying thanks for sharing. Great. Um, uh, Amira dropped in a quick note. I'm going to summarize it. You guys can see it here, but she was just talking about, you know, how it's more than just a diet. It's kind of awakening. Um, and it's really about the idea of eating whole foods, plant-based um, and the energy, the natural medicine, living a plant-based lifestyle is, can also be extremely helpful for the planet. So I'm so glad that you dropped that comment in because 
I think it's so important for people who may be watching this that maybe aren't vegan yet, that are maybe <laughs> considering it, checking it out, how important it is to understand that, um, you know, for some people, food may be that first step or that entry point, but there's so much more, so much other great opportunity. And even as we talk today about fitness, how that can be a huge and important part of all of our journey as we become not just vegans, but vegan leaders and vegan heroes, as you put it. Brilliant, brilliant. And and just to add off uh, before we, we before we sign off, uh, I would I would challenge anyone who feels like you know a bit disconnected, like you know what is he talking about? Like he doesn't know my life, you know I. I I've struggled with A, B, and C. You know, I may not have lived through that that experience, but I do know that feeling. I know that feeling of feeling disconnected, to feeling like something is is lacking. Um, but in my mind, in the way that I've seen in, in many of the people I've helped, is there's nothing ever lacking. It's just missing. It's like a diamond, right? That gets this gets covered with dirt. Just got to clean it off. It's always in there. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that because it it also shows you it's from within. Exactly. And I think that's really, really important. Well, Gabriel, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for just opening up. Um, Thank you so much for, you know, allowing us to kind of have a good conversation that covered a lot of topics, I kind of feel (laughs) like today. Um, I feel definitely motivated, fired up and excited. Um, and I really appreciate the energy you brought to today's session because I'm, I'm feeling great. I, feel, <laughs> I really feel like our audience is going to be feeling the same vibes as they're listening to this, maybe in the replay or anyone who's maybe joined us live. And I'm just really grateful for the work that you do, um, that you help people with, and that you found a way to kind of help many of us out there that want to do more, that want to impact the lives of animals um, in a much better way, who want to change the trajectory of the planet, that you're helping them be better um, and be able to be, um, you know, fit enough for the challenges ahead. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me here. Absolutely. And thank you everyone who joined us live. I really appreciate it. Love all the comments, love all the participation. But even if you're watching this or listening to this as a replay, I'm so glad you're here. I really appreciate it. And if you do have any questions for myself or for Gabriel, you can always drop them in the comments. We always check them out, even if it's a replay. And I hope you join us for another interview in the future. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Cheers. Take care.